0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. 12.53 is the time here in the KSL newsroom. It's a, a tough day for me, I'll admit. I, it's a tough day for this country. No, I'm, I'm no one special. Uh, it is, uh, we, We've been punched in the gut. And we've been almost brought to our knees. Almost. But not all the way. We're going to stand up and we're going to brush this off and we're going to move forward and we will continue to be uh, the most powerful nation on the world. The best example of democracy, the oldest, the longest living democracy on this planet. I'm, I'm confident of that. And honestly, saying those words is a, a little bit of therapy for me. Because I I need to convince myself of that. There's plenty of evidence of it. The first piece of evidence I'd point out was the ability for uh, members of both the House and the Senate after the U.S. Capitol building was cleared last night to return to the floors of their respective bodies and continue on uh, with the work at hand. For that For that event to take place, for the various votes and ultimately the certification uh, of the Electoral College votes, that was uh, an inspiring feat. And having put it off at all to say, oh, no, we'll get to it in a few days. I think they had five days from the 6th of January. They could have put it off and not been in violation of the Constitution. But they got back to work and they accomplished the task at hand. They seated themselves again in two of the most sacred rooms in this country where uh, not an hour or two earlier, marauders, invaders, insurrectionists, rioters, protesters, I guess. Nah, that word's too soft. Invaded the floors of those two sacred rooms. They got back to it. And you and I will get back to it as well. We're going to shake off this dread. We're going to shake off the doom and gloom. But we're going to have to do some work to get there. You heard the other day during a conversation I had with Dave and Dijanovic, What is the? What are the, the New Year's resolutions you have within your own life to tear down some of the, the, the division? All right. This is the kind of conversation you need to have with yourself right now as we move forward. It's not just a problem in Washington. It came to a head in Washington, but you and I, here, thousands of miles away in Utah, we have the ability to amend and fix and move on and grow stronger from uh, what we've experienced. And it's up to each each of us to figure out how to do that exactly. Because this event does have the potential to divide us even further. It doesn't have to, though. Throughout the course of the program today, I want to hear from you. 57500 5, 0, 0 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Please uh, share with me your thoughts. I'm going to have a number of conversations. Uh, in fact, in about 10 minutes' time, I'll be joined by Congressman Chris Stewart, who voted to object to the Pennsylvania Electoral College votes. Uh, and i i got to ask him why. i got to ask him uh, what good he thought it did to object, why he cast his vote in that direction? Before that, though, I want to talk to you briefly about the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Do you know how that works? We've learned little bits about it over the years. Specifically, this past year, uh, there was some talk of invoking, invoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment. It's pretty simple. It requires the cooperation of the vice president, Mike Pence, and a majority of the members of the president's cabinet, the cabinet secretaries. There are 15 of them. Uh, well, actually, uh, Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow just uh, announced uh, her resignation. So I guess that drops us down to 14. And then the, there is an interesting question. So what has to happen here is uh, the, the vice president, along with the cabinet, they all need to decide – Uh, You know, that the president needs ousting. And if they make that decision, well, then uh, they communicate that somehow to the president. And here's where it gets interesting. The president can then uh, dispute that, send a letter over to Congress, and then it again falls into the lap of of Congress, where a two-thirds vote in both the House and Senate uh, would be needed to keep Vice President Pence uh, in charge. It's never before been invoked. Section 4 of the 25th Amendment has never before been invoked. But there's time to do it. Nancy Pelosi has already called for it. Minority Leader Chuck Schumer in the Senate has called for it. No, I I know they're they're two Democrats. Well, let's look on the other side of the aisle. Adam Kinzinger, Republican member of the House, is calling for it. And I know that there are others who would like to see it happen as well. Others who may not be in a position uh, to voice that out loud. I wish they would. I wish they would. But for whatever reason, they are hesitant. But in their hearts, they want it to happen. Speaker Pelosi has let it be known that should the 25th Amendment not be invoked, well, it's impeachment time. It's dark times. We're going to get through them, though. We're going to take a break right now. Uh, When we return, we'll be joined by Congressman Chris Stewart. We spoke to him last week in the lead up to the votes to be cast, which were to be cast uh, just yesterday. Well, uh, we have thus far learned he voted against the objection in Arizona. But yet, when it came to Pennsylvania, he, joining with Utah Congressman Burgess Owens, voted to uphold the objection. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was...